Welcome to Jetstream Postgame, a presentation of Breezy Bend Country Club. Here's Brian Munns. After starting their current seven-game road trip without a victory, playing the first two games in Edmonton, there's no question tonight's game was a big one in Vancouver, and the club, led by their coaching staff and experience, were able to find themselves 4-0 winners. Captain Blake Wheeler got the ball rolling in the first period to give the Jets the 1-0 lead with his ninth of the season. That was good to get uh, bouncing go our way. Obviously, uh, a little bit snake bit and just, you know, um, not really the results we were looking for in the, the games prior. So um, it's the hardest part about this game and this league is is playing when, you know, you don't feel great about <clears throat> the results you're getting and your confidence is low. I mean, you could spend 15 years, <clears throat> excuse me, 15 years in this league and, you know, your confidence can dry up pretty quick. So uh, it was a, a good good bounce back game for, uh, for us as a, a veteran line. <clears throat> You mentioned the bounces, I guess, almost uh, against Edmonton, but also the loss of confidence. I'm wondering if this feels more like a continuation of you getting a bunch of rush chances. You had a lot of great shots against Edmonton, didn't get the bounces, or it turned the page from what felt like a slump. To my prior point, the more time you spend in the league, the more you, the more you learn that uh, you know what happened last game, what happened the last few games. You know, it has no bearing on what's going to happen tonight, you know, unless you let it. So, you know, those things happened and you, you have to absorb them and uh, try to learn from them. But, you know, that has no bearing on the outcome of the game tonight or, you know, what's going to happen tonight. And, uh, you know, the the three of us have had enough success in this league that we can have a lot of confidence in ourselves individually, um, even though it's sometimes hard to, to resort to those things when you're a little bit shell-shocked like we were the last few games seems like your defensive game as a team has been trending in the right direction. Maybe you haven't always got the results you've wanted, but you know, you hold Vancouver to 22 shots tonight and you get some couple goals from your, your, your checking line, I guess. Like what does it mean to sort of see good defense, maybe lead to some offense and, and also negate the other team? Yeah, it's, I think, I think our game probably the last little bit is as close to, how we need it to look, you know, if we're going to get to some places we want to go, you know, down the line. So um, the the strength of our team is the depth that we have. And, you know, um, it, it's a it's a real matchup problem. You know, teams have to decide who, you know, who they're going to throw at who. And on any, any given night, somebody's going to step up and, and have a big night for us. Before the game, Paul was saying that uh... – you know, he had a lot of belief in you guys. You'd built up that belief, but he'd also said that he was thinking, you know, potentially early in the game if things weren't going of switching things up. I don't know if he's saying the same thing to you behind the scenes or if you'd even heard that, but if you had or if you did, it, it, do you kind of take that as a challenge knowing that you enjoy playing with Mark and Paul and would likely probably want to stay together? Yeah, I love playing with those guys, but, you know, the, luck, the, the great thing that, about our team is, you know, we have a lot of uh, depth up front and whoever you're playing with, you know, they're, they're, you're going to be playing with talented, creative offensive players. So um, I think the, what we pride ourselves on is whatever decision Paul makes is in the best interest of the team. And whether that's the way the lineup is tonight, or if he changes things up, um, it's not about me or Mark or Paul being happy. It's about whatever, whatever is best for the team. So if he mixes it up, 
you know, we have total faith that that's what's best for the team, and, you know, we'll just continue to do that going forward. The postgame comments from Jets captain Blake Wheeler, who leads his club to a 4 nothing victory over the Vancouver Canucks. And with the win, the Jets are now 19-11-2, good for 40 points, and just two back right now of Toronto and Edmonton, the only teams that are ahead of them right now in a very tight Scotia North Division standings. Adam Lowry scored a pair of goals tonight, his sixth and seventh of the year, and had these thoughts inside Rogers Arena. Yeah, you know, I, I thought it was a pretty complete, pretty solid effort. You know, throughout the game, we, we didn't really give them a whole lot. I know a couple posts that they, they got and, you know, a couple other chances, but, you know, Helly was rock solid back there. And, you know, yeah, I think that, that first goal wheels gets for us, you know, let's just take a little bit of a deep breath and we, we kind of just built from there. So, um, you know, I, I think... In Edmonton, you know, for the most part, we thought we played pretty solid, but we, we didn't get the results. There was, you know, a couple minutes of some breakdowns, and, you know, tonight we didn't have that. Two goals for you tonight. One was, I guess, a little prettier than the other. Uh, they don't ask how, they just ask how many, right? But... That was top shelf. That was nice. <laughs> um, you know, it, it was it was one of those kind of broken plays. I lose face off. They, they kind of, you know, move around, puck goes around, you know, kind of block shot, and, you know, I kind of, get up the ice app. He makes a good breakout pass and just trying to find copper and, you know, a lucky bounce. So um, kind of went up in the air and, you know, it kind of seemed like it was in slow motion. Then it's one of those ones ends up in the back of the net, but uh, you know, I'll, I'll take it uh, however I can get it. Hey Adam, when they lose Horvat there in the third period, you just get the sense that you guys have to kind of keep the foot on the pedal there in the third. Yeah. You know, I, I think regardless of them being down Horvat, uh, you know, they're missing some pretty key guys in their lineup, but they, they still have some pretty good firepower up front. You know, Miller, Besser, those guys can score, Hoglander. And then, you know, they've got an active back end. So, you know, I think Horvath's a huge piece for their team. It was, it's one of those things where, you know, we're, we're not going to really change how we want to play or how we want to kind of dictate the style regardless of, you know, who they have in their lineup. But, uh, you know, he definitely is a key cog in their lineup and, you know, I think we, we just talked about going out in the third period and kind of, you know, building off what we had done, you know, solid forecheck, you know, real responsible of the puck in our own end. And, you know, just smart, smart hockey. And I, I think we did that. Adam, I want to ask you about your assist of Bo Horvat on his way off the ice there. It looked like you guys were just trying to help out a little bit. What did you see and, and what led to the help? Well, you know, I, I think it's one of those things you, you see a guy go down and he's struggling to get to the bench. Yeah, you know, you'd hope. Someone, if you were in that position, kind of would do the same. You're, you're just trying to give him a push, you know. He's such a good player for them, and, you know, an honest player plays hard. But, you know, you see a guy go down like that, you you kind of just want to, you know, get him off the ice. You, you know how painful it is, uh, you know, get a puck in the foot, get a puck in the knee. So, you know, I think me and Copper were just thinking, you know, just try and push him, you know, kind of get him there a little quicker. Hi, Adam. Uh, first shout-out of the year for Hellebuck. I'm wondering if you can comment on his play tonight. Yeah, you know, our, our goaltending this year has, has been awesome. I think, you know, LB's been terrific for us. And, you know, Helly's kind of does what he always does. He, you know, he keeps us in games. He, he you know, at, uh, we give up a great A chance. He, he's usually there to stop it. So it, it's it's nice for him to kind of get that reward. He, he's been playing so hard for us. And, you know, for us to kind of, you know, you know, play well in front of him, give him the opportunity to get that. And, you know, for him to kind of make some big saves when we needed them and, you know, keep the game at one nothing uh, until we were able to break it open a little. That's that's huge. And, you know, it, uh, 
he's a guy that uh, he doesn't need any extra confidence, but you know what? Uh, you know, anytime goalie gets the conf- confidence, gets a shutout, uh, you know, hopefully he keeps us rolling and you know, we can go on a bit of a run here. Two goals on the night tonight from Adam Lowry. As the Jets are winners in Vancouver, they've now taken four of six against the Canucks in their head-to-head regular season meetings. Next action coming up on Wednesday night. It's a 9.30 face-off from Rogers Arena. Much more to come, though, on this post-game edition of Jetstream for Breezy Bend Country Club. Coming up after the break, we'll hear from winning goaltender Connor Hellebuck and head coach Paul Maurice. A new golf season is just around the corner, and we invite you to join our membership waiting list at Breezy Bend Country Club, one of Winnipeg's premier private golf clubs. We offer an unparalleled combination of service and facilities for our members and guests. Discover the Breezy Bend Advantage by calling 204-889-GOLF. Adam Lowry with a pair of goals, his sixth and seventh of the year. Blake Wheeler is ninth, and Paul Stasny is tenth lead the Jets to a 4-0 win over the Vancouver Canucks. At the other end of the ice, how about goaltender Connor Hellebuck? 22 saves for his first shutout of the season. Here is the Jets' all-star netminder postgame from Vancouver. It means a lot, you know. I thought the guys in front of me played phenomenal. Um, We brought our A-plus game tonight, and, you know, we've been very good. And sometimes we haven't been getting the results we want, but tonight we did. I'm not trying to be negative. I bring it up because your coach was joking that you were in the back bragging about your fancy footwork when you spilled behind the net there. Uh, give us a little look at what's going on in the dressing room. Are you facing some, or are you facing some razzing in there right now? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Guys are laughing about it. Oh, uh, I mean, from my side of it, I stopped the puck a little too tight. My skate got stuck on something I was told it was a post and I thought I had more pressure than I did and I was committed to the pass so I had to just let the momentum happen quick word on the play of the posts today it was Hughes it was Edler Ben Gaudette they all kind of found the iron behind you is it one of those times where you just kind of thank thank your good friends and iron behind you as to how things went and you move on I'm not necessarily you know I thought I had really good positioning and I forced a lot of those posts and um I know the Edler one at the end, I think it was him, but I got a piece of it and forced it to the post. And, um, you know, any time that I can be in position and make those guys make a perfect shot, you know, I get better chances of the post coming to play. So um, I'm happy with it. Connor, just how do you quantify what a shutout means for the confidence of a goaltender like yourself? Well, it means everything. It means you've finally perfected a game. You know, I'm never, never going to say my game is perfect but for one game you know with the guys in front of me we played a perfect game um granted there's some luck in there and um maybe maybe you could find a couple mistakes but you know at the end of the day we're looking back at this like we played our a plus game and this is what we want to try to continue moving forward with just wondering what the win does for the team i don't know if, if the mood had been uh down a little after two losses no, like I was saying, um, we've got a lot of character in the locker room and we've been playing some good hockey. Um, we just didn't get the results we wanted the last two. And um, we we needed this one to show that we are playing the right way and um, to not stray away from it. You know, everyone was playing their hearts out tonight and it really showed. 22 consecutive saves for Connor Hellebuck, his first perfect game of the year first shutout this year and 21st of his NHL career 
backstopping Winnipeg to a 4-0 win. Final shots on goal did favor the Jets 29-22. Nikolai Ehlers leading Winnipeg with five shots on net. Kyle Connor had four. And how about the job that the team did in front of Hellebuck over the final two periods of play? They only allowed 13 shots towards Hellebuck. The Canucks had six shots in the second period and seven in the third. Faceoffs were very strong for Winnipeg as well tonight. Jets win 54% of the draws, led by Nate Thompson. The veteran won 9 of 12 to go 75%. Pierre-Luc Dubois, 60%. Adam Lowry was at 55%. Neil Pionk leading all skaters with 22 minutes and 35 seconds of ice. And of the 15 blocked shots the Jets had in tonight's 4-0 win, Derek Forbert and Tucker Poolman each led the way defensively with four blocked shots apiece. 4-0 the final score. Jets win their 19th game of the year. Here are the postgame thoughts from a victorious head coach, Paul Maurice. You know what? You could feel it during the day that right at the morning skate that the mood was right, the minds were right. They were excited about the game. There was nobody dragging. Um, had a really good understanding of the, the weight of the game after losing two that we wanted to be right. Uh, their line, uh, Mark, uh, Blake, and Paul, you know, right from the start were, were really good. And, and it just created a real positive bench, positive environment that we kind of build on. And I, and I think we did in the game tonight. You know, we were maybe even a, a bit after the first, but got stronger in the second and, and, and played a really fine third period. Paul, did you think that uh, was a response by uh, the Shifley Wheeler Stastny line, or were they just due or some personal pride? No, I, I think I think there were an awareness, you know, like an awareness that they had, they had had four that man things had just gone against them. There was some confidence there. I don't, I didn't see any uh, panic. In, <coughs> excuse me, sorry, I didn't see any panic in their game, or they they didn't play a different kind of game tonight, right? They just kind of stayed with it maybe maybe the maturity was in their game um but we you know we needed that right from them they needed to started knowing that they would play against Horvat so that was the challenge um and, and I felt that if the game wasn't you know if it wasn't going our way that I'd work hard to get away from that matchup but they were strong with it right from the start hey coach uh can you comment on how your goaltender played tonight sure you know he's been uh He's been really good for us and had some big nights and, and uh, it's good for him to get a shout out. You know, that, that doesn't get old for goaltenders. He's still bragging about his fancy footwork off the post on the one, um, but he made a bunch of saves that made the end result possible and that we were able to kind of build and get stronger as the game went over. Josh Morrissey is now up to six assists in his past six games. What do you see working so well offensively as of late? You know what? He builds everything from the back end out with his game. Um, if he's playing well defensively, in order to do that for Josh, he has to play at a high rate of speed, right? His feet have to be right. He's got to be close in the gap, right? He's not a big man, so he's got to use a whole bunch of things to be a good defensive defenseman. And when when those parts are in his game, his hands just, it just happens for him, right? He, he, he gets pucks off his stick quick. He, he picks up the reads faster. You know, he's... So much of this is just kind of a, a, there's a rhythm to the game for each player. And for Josh, when he's, when you, when you see him flushing pucks up the wall and, and taking on a bigger guy and tight turning them or, or, or doing something strong defensive, you know, that offensive part's just going to be there for him. A word on the, on the third line, if you could, uh, that seemed to bounce back and really grind. Yeah. Tonight. You know what? I, I, I felt 
probably about five, six games ago, their game kind of turned and, and started to get real positive. And um, the style of, of goals that they score, you know, the hard pucks to the net, uh, the net drive. And they had a bunch of other looks tonight, I thought, from being big and strong down low. It's really important for our team to have that element. We have a different kind of style maybe between the Dubois line and the Shifley line, but they have a unique way of grinding pucks to the net, driving pucks to the net. We've got a great line change on the Dubois goal for, for Adam's second, and, and they went out and continued that control with strength and eventually you know, got some size to the net. And So it's a really important um, difference kind of in the, in the fabric of our team when they play that style of game. Well, just going back to Connor Hellebuck, can you quantify what that means mentally for him? I know there hadn't been any weak ones, but three right. or eight consecutive starts for him. Right. So we, you know, he had the two first two games in Toronto where he just lights out. You know, that's as good a goaltending as you're fine. And then we got into this stretch of games where there wasn't as much offense in the game. So it's not a high volume night for him where he has a lot to feel good about. It's a lower volume and it just happens to me, McDavid and Drysaddle shooting the puck an awful lot on him. So he got kind of picked apart. Isn't, isn't a fair. He just, he got, you know, he gave up goals on a lower volume and that, and that I think can play on a guy like that because he leaves the last game thinking he should have all three of them. Right. So he's always done a marvelous job of learning what he needed to learn from the game and kind of bouncing back. But, but, but it's like a goal score, you know, that confidence is critical. A zero on the board for a goaltender, you get to carry that with you for a little while, and, and he earned it. That'll do it for tonight's post-game edition of Jetstream. You've heard from Captain Blake Wheeler, Adam Lowry, the perfect game in net tonight from Connor Hellebuck, and, of course, head coach Paul Maurice. Jets are now 19-11-2, 40 points on the year, Two back of Toronto and Edmonton. The Jets have a day off Tuesday in Vancouver. Play the Canucks again coming up on Wednesday night at 9.30. I'm Brian Munns, and that's Jetstream for Breezy Bend Country Club.